You are listening to the Roberta Glass True Crime Report, putting the true back in true crime. From New York City, Roberta Glass is now on the record. Johnny Depp recently sued The Sun UK for libel for referring to the actor as a wife beater. Last week, the judge ruled against Johnny Depp in a long decision which determined that the claims that Johnny Depp was a wife beater were, quote, substantially true, unquote. To talk with me about this ruling is friend to the show, William Ramsey. He's a writer, documentarian, and lawyer. He also has a podcast, William Ramsey Investigates. So, first of all, did you read the ruling? I read the whole thing, all 100 and, uh, was it 10 pages of it? I think it was a little bit, 29. Sorry, 129 with, ref, with all the right. addendum or whatever it was. Your thoughts? <laughs> Pretty amazing. Lots of insight, lots of detail. Interesting, I mean, for me to see kind of how uh, UK judiciary handles cases like this was interesting as well. Similar principles, but... Definitely the judge kind of handled all the fact-finding, but there was a lot of facts to find. Did you think that? Yeah, and it was confusing because they're all so similar. There's 14 incidences, and the judge decides that 12 of them he can affirm happened. And they all start out the same way. Johnny Depp is drinking and doing a lot of drugs. Something upsets him. He starts smashing things, throwing things, and ends up hurting Amber Heard. That's basically how they all end. But he had a total denial about any of that happening, right? So he brought the case. It wasn't actually against Amber Heard. It was against the son. Uh, a writer. No, it was, yeah, it was the son and a guy by the name of, was it Wooten or something like that? Mm-hmm. So he sued those two, but it was all about Depp and Heard, whether it was, it was news group, newspapers, and Dan Wooten. But yeah, it was uh, pretty remarkable. Well, this is, you know, Marty Singer is his lawyer, and Marty Singer is also the lawyer of Tony Robbins, who scrubbed the internet of everything, all the Me Too claims and anything negative of Tony Robbins until the BuzzFeed article, that series came out, detailing his sexual harassment of women. And now if you look on the internet, everything is anti-Amber Heard, she's a liar, body language evaluation of Amber Heard. She's lying. How could this judge rule this way? So this may be our most unpopular opinion, (laughs) more so than the West Memphis Three, because Amber Heard is, even from the judge's decision, is not very, in my opinion, not very likable, nor is Johnny Depp. But why I believe her this happened is because Johnny Depp wrote all these texts apologizing afterwards. And he calls it the monster. So when I drink, he blacks out. He gets blackout drunk. And I don't think he remembers so much of what he did. And I think it's very easy for him to rewrite history and say, the relatively sober Johnny Depp, the one not blackout drunk, I don't do that. I don't hit women. I don't do that. But the monster does. Right. Well, it's interesting you bring it up because he brought this case, right? There's two cases. There's this one that happened in England or the UK. And then there's one that's happening 
in Virginia, right? So similar claims, both defamation, right? Mm -hmm. So it's interesting that you bring that up, that he might not even have remembered all the abuse, which is why he brought the case up thinking nobody would collect all these facts about his life, which I think are far more damning than her saying state or, well, the court case in Virginia is much different than the one in the UK. The one in the UK was about something that was published 27th of April, 2018, with the headline, Gone Potty, How Can J.K. Rowling Be Genuinely Happy Casting Wife Beater Johnny Depp in the New Fantastic Beast film? So they specifically called, um, the son called Johnny Depp a wife beater. And this guy, Wooten, who was the editor or something like that, which is why I was brought in the case. So... That was specific, but then the one that's happening in Virginia, which is still ongoing, was about Heather, I mean, about Amber Heard stating that she had gone through abuse. I don't remember the specifics, but she doesn't even mention Johnny Depp. So, yeah, very fascinating, but very different cases. But it was interesting that the judge brought in facts that were put together in and that were available to him from the Virginia case. And my understanding of libel in the UK is much more easily won in the UK. That's why a lot of celebrities sue. Liberace famously sued uh, in the UK because they claimed he was gay and won. Now, since 2013, they've toughened up their libel laws a little bit. But Johnny Depp had the best, what was described in the press as the best lawyer <laughs> for these kind of claims, and he still lost. So it was such a stupid decision to go forward with it. And what came out was his, what he calls his niche sense of humor. Right. I keyed into that as well. Yeah. And it's very dark. Yeah. And just to, and the language is going to be really foul in this, but I don't know any other. I just wanted to read. If I can just say the decision came out just three days ago, right? November 2nd, 2020. Right. So yeah, please go. Okay. So this is his text exchange with his fellow actor Paul Bettany. And Johnny Depp says, let's burn Amber. And Paul says, having thought it through, I don't think we should burn Amber. Delightful company and easy on the eye. Plus, I'm not sure she's a witch. Could, of course, try the English course of action in these predicaments. Do a drowning test. Thoughts? And Johnny Depp says, let's drown her before we burn her. I will fuck her burnt corpse afterwards to make sure she's dead. And Paul says, my thoughts entirely. You could call that a dark sense of humor. And I think at one time or another, we've all said about our wife or husband or partner, oh, I'm going to kill him. But this is quite different to be fantasizing about drowning and burning and, <laughs> you know, this kind of stuff. I mean, this is really, really dark. It's really dark, but that was also from 2013, right? That was even before they were married. They were married only for like a year, 15 months. So I think something like that from 2015. So he was already, Depp was already exchanging pretty dark stuff even before any time that they were married. And he released all this stuff to the press, slipped it out that Amber Heard was the one who beat him. It was a vi very volatile relationship. but. That assumes that she has the same kind of strength a man does and can do that same kind of damage. And he also admits to when he he says that she did it with a bottle, which is very the story about her throwing a bottle and it just hits his finger and slices it off while he's sitting down seems unlikely to me. And then Likewise. <laughs> and 
then he writes her messages all over the apartment in blood and then paint. Very strange. Yeah. And uh, her ex-wife made a painting and he uh, tried to light that on fire and that beat her. All these things are things that abusers do. They pick objects that represent the person and destroy them. He also painted all her clothes. Yeah, there's crazy stuff. And a lot of infantile, to me, very infantile stuff that he did, like drawing genitalia on things and, you know, using terms like he was four. When they got when they met, he was 46. She was 23. So he's 23 years older than her. I think they got married like three years late. No, a lot later. I think they got married like five years later after they met on the Rum Diary. So February 2015, I believe. Right. It's what, right. February 2015, separated May 22nd. They started living together in 2012. So, And divorced <sighs> by August 2016. That is a Hollywood romance, if there ever was one. Sure was. But, man, they collected so much dark stuff on Depp. It's like, this is embarrassing. Like, I would, yeah. Yeah, pretty crazy. I mean, what's the one from 2016? She's begging for total global humiliation. She's going to get it. Uh, it's called Elon Musk a mollusk. And he testified that he's a Southern gentleman who would never hurt a woman and thinks highly of women. And that may be true of the somewhat sober Johnny Depp. <laughs> but, right. I mean, the amount of drugs that are in this decision is quite incredible, too. He has his assistant yes. buying him cocaine and ecstasy, and he's drinking just enormous amounts of alcohol. And then he has roxycodone and oxycodone prescribed to him and Xanax and Adderall. So and what MDMA. is he not taking? And that's, yeah, yeah ecstasy, MDMA. MDMA, ecstasy. I'm sorry. So, or, and I think some magic mushrooms might be in there once in a, a moments in a blue moon. So what is he not taking? Right. They said something about in there that he romanticized the drug lifestyle, I think is... is uh, I have the short. direct quote. I wrote that down. This is his doctor says... He romanticizes the entire drug culture and has no accountability for his behaviors. Right. That's his own doctor who's quite close and quite involved with many of his detoxes that failed. He detoxes successfully and then he starts up again. And he's in touch with... He was in manic episodes in the Bahamas. So, I mean, it's how the 1% of the 1% lives. Their doctor flies to them. So the, the doctor... <laughs> Yeah, it's just too much. They're both calling their shrinks all the time. Oh my. It's pretty uh, insightful how they operate. And she has an entire floor just for her clothes, an entire penthouse. I think her sister was living in Depp's penthouse rent-free for some time. It's just like, oh my gosh. And she gets painted as a gold digger, but she took $7 million plus a little extra. But that wasn't even what she was, what would be the word for it? What she was uh, available to as a... Right, in California. Yeah, not just in California, because in California, they would include the time that she was living with Depp from 2012, right? Under certain statutes, you don't have to be married, I think. I have to go back and look at that law. I mean, the marriage law is 50-50 split, but um, yeah, she took a minimal amount. I think the judge in the case in the UK was... Uh, Accepted that she gave her money away to charity. 
And yet she still gets painted as a gold digger, a liar. And I understand the the liar part, but what does she get out of lying about this? And it seems so consistent. We remember Johnny Depp wrecking hotel rooms long before this. And that's also in the decision. He had a history of wrecking things and um, losing control. What I was thinking about is when he showed up to the Arkansas, was it the Supreme Court there or the the courthouse there? With Eccles. Eccles, and he was completely incoherent and wasted. Do you remember that? With glasses. I don't remember him being incoherent, but I remember him being there. Yeah, it really was very obviously inebriated. So, and so. Not surprising. And Winona Ryder has come to his defense and Vanessa Paradis. Well, they, well, that there's a little bit different there because they said, I think he said, served witness statements from various other people who they did not call to give evidence. So Paradis and Ryder did not give evidence in the UK case. They just sent a statement. That they sent a statement that wasn't responsed. Correct. There was no response to that. So I think that was very different. So they didn't come to his defense, according to the, the court, the High Court of Justice, Queen's Bench Division decision. It's just interesting. What brought up for me is also how Amber Heard released a video of Johnny Depp drunk and yelling at her. Smashing things. Smashing things. Johnny Depp released a audio tape of her saying, I hit you. Yes, I hit you. So what it brings to mind is how we think we know the whole story. We think we know these people. Oh, Johnny Depp's my favorite actor. He did this for charity. He All the good press he's had. He seems like a great guy. And Amber Heard seems so cold and awful and that we think we know the whole story from these little snippets. And it made me think of the police shootings and that video that we think we just see a little clip in time and we think we know the whole story, right? It's true. No, it's a great point because... You never showed any, uh, the claimant or Depp could never bring anything, any proof that he had been physically hurt, where she had tons of proof. There were other people who verified her story, bruises, cuts on the lip, you know, the whole thing like that. So the judge was able to really ascertain that. He asked a lot of questions. I mean, uh, there were there were a bunch of witnesses who were there to all these kind of different 14 so-called incidents that uh the judge he really addressed in point, point by point, each one. So, yeah, really bad. And I mean, the, the, the repetition of the phrase, and he and the judge agreed, is that she thought her life was in danger, and the judge agreed with that, right? Yep. So that's pretty serious. Well, I mean, it's not just a, you know, a row or something. If somebody feels like their life's in danger, those are very serious, and that happened over and over again. And she got a restraining order against him, too. Right. Johnny yeah. Depp's defense was that that restraining order wasn't ongoing, but it was only for a short period of time. But still, those aren't easy to get. Yeah, interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. So yeah, there's just a lot of information. I mean, it's. I mean, the the judge spent time going through and addressing all this stuff that she kind of did, where she made a false declaration about the dog importation. I don't know if you remember that yes. story, but she definitely was. Uh, feeling very comfortable kind of, you know, tinkering with the system. She was definitely trying to get, you know, try to me, based upon what I read, she was definitely trying to, you know, get her dogs in through whatever means necessary. 
And also there's a a part where they talk about her claiming that this woman wasn't her assistant, but just her friend that she's writing these large checks to $1,400 just because she needed it. I, right. I had a hard time believing that. I can't believe so the not. judge bought that. I, really? Come on. These rich celebrities are not giving people money just because they need it. Sorry. Maybe. Maybe to a close yeah. friend, but this woman really wasn't a close friend. This sounded like an assistant, and she wrote this long letter because it looked like she was going to get in trouble for violating visa laws. Right. No, I definitely agree. Do you know what I found interesting is how much he talked to her like, do you think you're tough? Like he was like challenged her like a man would talk to another man. Do you remember that phrase? Like, I think he said it to her a couple of times, like, oh, you think you're tough? You think you're tough or something like that? I don't remember that, but that's odd. Let me see if I can find this quote. You really think you're that tough, huh? Tough guy. (laughs) The claimant left Mrs. Hurd a note, which said, happy effing birthday. Now it was incident 13, birthday celebration, Los Angeles, 21st, April 2016. And he's even when he's in a good mood, he's writing her, I love you, you. If some guy said that to me, I'd be so walking out the door so quickly, even, <laughs> even, even in humor. What, what is going on with this guy? Is it's so strange. Do you strange, think it's yeah. that he just spent too much time with Hunter Thompson, who, was, who didn't really care for women all that much and didn't treat them very well? I mean, is that... Is he trying to recreate Hunter Thompson's life with the excessive amount of drugs and just the way he talks? It sounds, a lot of the text sounded very Hunter Thompson-ish. He's no Hunter Thompson. (laughs) I'm not even that fond of Hunter Thompson, but you can only be yourself in life, right? Yeah, uh, but it's like such weird behavior. Headbutting her in the face, that one threatening to kill her. I will effing kill you. I'll effing kill you. You hear me? These are all things, this was Incident 12. So Incident 12 and 13, he both said, you think you're that tough. So like he's threatening her after, you know, these are pretty horrific, like, serial abuse. And he claimed he did that by accident. But he wrote Amber Heard's father and apologized and never said, I headbutted your daughter by accident. Right, or pulled large chunks of her hair out. Right. What's amazing is just how he's convinced the whole world that he's the victim and that she's the victimizer. It's amazing. It is. It's pretty amazing. Well, I mean. Isn't that the ultimate occult aim? Well, I think that there's something like that there. But I also think these guys have are clearly have a PR program. I don't know who his PR guy was, but he definitely had a large group of people on call that he could have do his stuff. So maybe that's the other thing is that he is, just has good PR people to get the story out. The other interesting thing was that he had people, people were outside the courthouse greeting him with signs, I love Johnny Depp, and he was giving them bandanas and notes, thanking them for their support. What is that? I mean, he's doing like a PR campaign on his way to court. Isn't that odd? It is weird. Who does that? Maybe Michael Jackson. I, I expected expect him to get on his car and start dancing. I mean, what what is going on? You're going into court. It's a very serious situation. You're not out there to do a PR campaign for yourself. I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, and it goes back. I mean, I think that what the the judge referenced the deposition of Ellen Barkin, right? Who was deposed what November 2019, and she said back in 1998 on Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. 
Deb chucked a bottle at somebody or chucked a bottle at her. Right. And the ultimate projections, he's saying that Amber heard through pots and pans. And maybe it did get heated and maybe that did happen. But more interesting point is he released to the press that Amber Heard had defecated on the bed. And what comes up in this judge's decision is Johnny Depp's text to his friend saying, go um, defecate in front of Amber Heard's, or in front of our be- bedroom door. She'll think the dog, she'll step in it and think the dog did it. I mean, what? Yeah, that would be funny too, right? It'll be a good joke. So it's just such a pro- obvious projection. This is not good things for them. I don't know how much more I have to say about this, right? I mean, what's the future for him? I don't know. Didn't he get fired from uh, the pirate movie? That is what I heard. And he was looking really odd for, he looked a little bit better in the deposition videos that I saw for this, but that was two years ago. He just looks unwell and out of control, the footage I've seen of him. And I can't imagine when you have to get insured and prove that you're sober, who's going to hire him and insure him when you're so obviously off your rocker? I don't know. I mean, I think it said in the the court thing, too, didn't he take 10 ecstasy pills at one time? Something like that. That's just an incredible amount, yeah. I don't know. I don't know who's going to hire him. There's so much in there just in that 15 months they were together and maybe a little bit before. But, uh, yeah, there's uh, it's just it's pretty bad. I mean, it definitely tells a different part of the story of their relationship, like you said. And everybody's shocked. How could the judge believe her? How? Well, because his own words back up a lot of it. That's why. And she had a. And these are people that are like some of it's her sister. So that was hard. That made it more difficult. Some of the witness right. statements were from her sister, but there were also people who were working for both of them, makeup artists who saw had to cover up. Saw the violence. Or her black eye and her messed up lip. And Johnny Depp's response was, well, her lips get dry and she bites the corner. And maybe that's where the bleeding came from. But no excuse for the black eye. So that's one part, Johnny Depp. What what about the black eye? And in between her, her nose. What, what about that? The bruise in between there? Nothing. So I, I, I'm not surprised he didn't do well. Yeah. I mean, it was, the full thing was dismissed. I mean, did some summary just basically said it follows that this claim is dismissed. Claimant has not succeeded in his action for libel. It was it. You know, and they didn't call Eccles for support. <laughs> yeah, where's Eccles? <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. A character witness, convicted child killer. That would be, you can see why that didn't happen. Yeah, it's just. Here's, here's, what, here's the quote. Will you squat in front of the door of the master bedroom? and lead a, leave a giant coil of dookie so that Amber steps in it and thinks that one of the dogs, primarily Boo, has a major problem. It will, it'll be funny. And then there's Johnny Depp taking her dog and hanging it out the car window and terrifying it. He's setting fires. He's Just. terrorizing animals, not killing them like Eccles. But a lot of the same characteristics as Eccles. Right. Dark. Oh, that was just my dark sense of humor. Where have we heard that before? Damien Eccles. Maybe they are soulmates. I have a niche sense of humor. Yeah. Yeah. It reminded me a lot of Exhibit 500, some of it. Yeah. I mean, I think it was interesting that he had manic episodes. His doctor's flying around. He's talking to his doctor. He's trying to get off of heavy drugs, Roxy's or whatever those are. And uh, yeah, it's just really a different, different lifestyle. Tons of people reliant upon him. Oh, and he's constantly asking his assistant for 
more ecstasy, more cocaine. He has a special little thing that he carries his cocaine in. Property of JD, right? Right. And just tons of alcohol. I guess maybe if I were in charge of Johnny Depp's career, I would suggest that he sober up and do a lot of press about his new leaf on life. Yeah, it's probably a good idea. I think that's the only hope for him. I So everything's so repetitive. I don't know if I have a whole lot. Do you have a whole lot else? Well, I just think that it's interesting that he would want to bring this case that would, you know, expose so much damaging information. And I think it goes back to your statement that he might have just been totally blacked out. He had no idea what he was doing. He woke up the next day, said he was sorry. So he's definitely on that kind of uh, wheel, that circular wheel of behavior, drugs, drinking, violence, wake up, sorry. It's like the pattern of the abuser, right? It's not like the classic pattern of somebody who's abusing people. Exactly. You love the sweet side of them and you hate the, you're afraid of the really scary side of them. And what is that? Picture paints a thousand words. Is that the right expression? Johnny Depp passed out with a bowl of melting ice cream on his lap that came out. Right. Well, there was another one. I think it was him like howling in pain. Like they had recorded him. There are lines, I think, of Coke pictures of lines in one of the UK um, papers. And I mean, it's just a mess. And he was always parent jealous of her, supposedly, you know, about James Franco and Billy Bob Thornton and all that stuff. So all that stuff. And, oh, and of her ex-wife, right? So he was jealous of everything that she was doing. Right. And that's the other thing. Why, if you're a jealous person, why go after someone who's bisexual? <laughs> He's jealous of every woman that comes within 10 feet of her and every man. It just doubles the jealousy. So not a good idea, Johnny Depp. He's just obviously a very jealous person. Yeah, it's very strange. The age difference and everything, yeah. Dangerous. I mean, I think, yeah. yeah interesting decision-making. I mean, on all accounts. And he's, they still have the litigation going on in the, in the U.S. So that's still a case that hasn't been done away with or anything. But, I mean, it's even less I, – I think that they're allowing the court case in Virginia to go on, but she never mentioned Depp's name. She just talked about – you know, I guess they signed an uh, NDA or whatever, but she never mentioned his name. She just said that she had been abused. So um, they had to – in the court, they had to go through this rigorous kind of analysis of whether uh, somebody who makes a statement like that can actually – if there's actually a cause of action for defamation, I think they agreed that there was, even if it was innuendo. And I saw an interview with Mark Stevens, who was Julian Assange's lawyer, and he was saying Johnny Depp should just drop the Virginia lawsuit, that it's such a poor idea at this point to go forward with it. And my second point is, if you're going to do illegal drugs, why text about right, them? Interesting. <laughs> and text about them endlessly. Right, and that was actually an issue in the case because originally that was not discoverable or something like that. There was uh, there was a real issue that it was in particular was said that claimant had failed to disclose a series of texts between him and his assistant Nathan Holmes, who were refer- which were referred to as the Australian drug texts. In my judgment, 29th of June, 2020, I found that claimant had been in breach of my disclosure order. But then they said they were sorry, so he said, indicated his wish to apply for relief against sanctions. And so he didn't make any declaration. The judge decided not to make a declaration about that, but it sounds like they were trying to cover it up. 
it's it's an unbelievable re- read. It really is a shocking read, and it gives you an idea of who these two personalities are. A little bit more of an idea beyond their PR right. and their glossy exterior. Everything is so sanitized in this day and age. Everything looks perfect, sounds perfect, managed, and you really get a peek behind the curtain. Yeah, because they're just exchanging texts and email and screaming volatile stuff and uh it's off the charts. Like, I mean, it kind of, I kind of just felt disturbed after reading all of it. It's very disturbing, and for any young woman or young girl fantasizing about marrying Johnny Depp, that's that's the reality of it. Pretty scary. So, be careful what you wish for. Right. Very good point. I mean, it's interesting too because I think they, the judge even pointed out that when they were doing Rum Diary. Johnny Depp had the choice of, of hire, who to hire or casting decisions were given to him um, back in 2009, and he hired her. So that's really how their relationship start, started. So he must have had an eye for her or something in the 2009. That was it. Yeah. And the, when you're not showing up to Keith Richards' documentary because you're too high for Keith Richards to be around Keith Richards, right. I think it's time to maybe sober up. And that's who he that's who he supposedly emulates in all the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Do you know that? Yes. Yeah, so yes. he's trying to do a Keith Richards. And my my question to you, is there any there there with Johnny Depp? So at times he sounds like Hunter Thompson, at other times he has this southern gentleman persona. Is there any there there, or is it just this sort of patched together personality from other people's personalities? That's a great question. I don't know. I I just got a real feeling of like sophomoric behavior that, you know, somebody wouldn't engage in. It just went over and over again. Somebody who's like almost 50, like get over throwing tantrums and painting stuff on the wall. Like you want to really have this impulse to draw on the wall. I mean, did you get that, that view? Yes. And in hatred towards the, and also, when he's not hating these women, he's putting them up on a pedestal and saying they're perfect and wonderful and our love is everlasting and the only way to get out of this love is death. Spitting in their face, choking and spitting. It's pretty very dark. Pretty graphic, yeah. Very dark. And a lot of abusers start out that way where it's a honeymoon phase and they just put all this admiration and shower you with love and gifts and attention and then they just suck it you know pull away yeah it's almost too good towards the woman i knew i knew a story a guy who knew a girl who like the guy was like the perfect husband and then once they got married the next day is when he started punching her so he got her all the way to the marriage point and all this you know oh this is like a fairy tale wedding and so she was they were done she was done with that wedding in seven days she's out the door wow wow yeah crazy that happens I'm sorry. It's just the way it is. Some men are. There are situations where women are physically violent towards men, but men have a far higher capacity for violence than women. The genders are not equal as far as physical strength. Sorry. You can say equal under the law, but which I think is important. It's just, yeah, it's just very interesting. Narcissism experts are calling her a narcissist and accusing her of narcissism, of narcissistic abuse towards him. So, Boy, some PR team. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, but she's like a girl from Texas, right? So she grows up in somewhat rural Texas and probably gets the whole treatment by Depp going to penthouses and Bahamas and private plane flights. I mean, I can understand how somebody could get swept up in that. Definitely, definitely. Is there anything else uh, that we missed? I mean, just the, I mean, these, they have such an intro. They're like her and Elon Musk, Cara Delevingne, like, oh, I mean. Oh, can you talk about Elon Musk for just a second, his jealousy of Elon Musk? Yeah, well, he calls Elon Musk mollusk in these um, texts <laughs> to some of his friends. This is 2016. He, he like says, let's see if mollusk has a pair. Come see me face to face. I'll show him things he's never seen before. <laughs> like, like, like the other, like the other side of his blank when I slice it off. Oh, I don't even know what that means. But yeah, so there's a lot of interesting stuff that popped up in Discovery. That's for sure. Uh, James Franco, he was uh, jealous of just every every co-star, anybody that came into her orbit, female, male. He he basically made a big deal out of it. So it was jealous. Yeah, jealousy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was hoping for a little. Uh, Damien Eccles reference somewhere in there, but didn't pop up. Uh, Your Honor, I have a convicted child killer who says here that I would never hit a woman. See how that goes over. Uh, And I am not abusive towards other people. We share similar (laughs) tattoos. I have a tattoo of a sigil and the witch language on my shoulder. And some weird thing from the I Ching on there on my arm. Uh, sure, I want to drown my 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 future wife and burn her to death, and then have sex with her corpse, rape her corpse. But you know, that's just because I have a just a strange dark sense of humor. Yeah, it's a niche. It's niche. <laughs> we should make T-shirts. It's niche. Yeah, it's niche. I have a niche sense of humor. Ah. Uh, I think we've done it. I just, I encourage people to read it. It, it, I just know that I, I just feel the tsunami of your wrong coming my way on this, but read it with an open mind, read the decision with an open mind before you start writing me horrible comments. Yeah. It's before justice nickel N I C O L John Christopher Depp and news group newspapers and Dan Wooten, whoever that is. I don't even know. I'll try to put it in the description of this video so people can can take a look at it. Uh, William Ramsey, always such a pleasure. Thanks. Good to talk with you. Nice talking to you.